0: Welcome to the Walk With Me podcast. I'm Pastor Stephen Bond from Divine Church in Chapel Hill, Tennessee, and I am so excited that you are walking with me. What that means is we are walking together through God's Word, just about three chapters a day, and uh, you're going to get the most out of this if you read these chapters independently and then listen to the podcast, but they're going to be short, 10 to 15 minutes each day, so that you can listen to it at the start or the finish of each day, and I believe that it'll bless you as it's blessed. Me. I'm stepping I'm stepping out on your word I'm stepping I'm stepping out on your word I'm stepping I'm stepping out on your word I'm today's passage comes from Psalm 98 99 and we have hit the 100 mark in our psalms which means we have 50 remaining on the longest book in the Bible and uh, so Psalm 98 it says oh sing to the Lord a new song. A new song. There's a lot of mentionings of a new song in the Bible. And that's that's something, um, maybe you'll be in a church setting and someone will say, Sing to the Lord a new song. And that's a, a commandment, as a decree that uh, God gives to His people. Sing to the Lord a new song. I was actually uh, talking with my son about that last night. He was at our worship uh, rehearsal. And uh, we were talking about music afterwards, and I told him, I said, you know, I've played guitar and I sing, and, you know, I've dabbled with, you know, electric guitar and bass guitar and drum set, and, you know, just played around with everything a little bit. And I asked him, I said, you know, what my favorite thing about music is. And I told him, I said, it's by far, it's songwriting. I said, I love songwriting because, um, when you sing someone else's song someone a song that someone else has written i said it's it's powerful and a lot of times you you'll sing things that you don't even know to say that's why worship moves us the way that it does you know we're in that we're in that assembly and we're singing you know you know take me deeper than my feet could ever wander you know and you're kind of like wow <coughs> you know you're almost like expressing something that you didn't even know to ask. So that's what's powerful a lot of times about worship. I said but I said it's to me it's even more special after I've written a song and I'm singing it or I'm as I'm singing a, a song to the Lord for the first time because it's just coming directly from my own heart. It's it's my song to the Lord. You know, so sing to the Lord a new song. is that we would come and we would offer Him from our own hearts a fresh melody, a fresh, you know, uh, uh, singing of our testimony. And, you know, you don't have to be a a musician, you know, to to do this. You don't have to be talented. You don't have to be gifted. You don't have to carry a tune in a bucket. You know, I've been singing and writing songs for a long time. And um, I'm not... uh, I I wouldn't dare say that I was... Uh, elite in in any area of music, but it, it's just my expression to the Lord, and um, you know it, it postures my heart towards Him correctly, and you know so I would encourage you to do that. I know that's you know not something that that we we think about very often, but I think that um, God's people should always be expressing their love to Him in new ways, you know, whether it be singing or writing a song or dancing or playing of an instrument you know we should be giving god our best uh and you know as often as we as often as we can and i believe a part of that includes singing to him uh, new songs new songs and and even and even that can mean you know just listening to you know um you know your worship music and you know putting it on shuffle and listening to new songs you know new songs hit you in new ways uh, because they just express new things and maybe things that you've not expressed before. And um, and so it says, sing to the Lord a new song for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his step as love and faithfulness. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Bring, br- Break forth. Into joyous song and sang praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Make a joyful noise before the king, all the, all the earth, and let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. You know, and so many times the, the psalmists are. You know, looking out at creation and looking out at the hills and the mountains and the valleys and the oceans and all the animals and, you know, and and they're really, they're, they're, you know, decreeing, they're commissioning that let everything that, that has breath, let everything that uh, was created by God, worship him, let it, let everything bow down. It just declares how, how powerful and mighty the Lord is in comparison to, uh, what we are. And, you know, and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I've never been to Niagara Falls, you know, or the Grand Canyon. I need to, I really need to travel a bit more. (laughs) But when I, when I think about these things, think about the millions of people each year that come to travel and see these things, you know, and they stare at them and, um they're sort of breathtaking and where we we can easily become awestruck uh you know by these things and um you know and there's nothing wrong with that because we're admiring the beauty of what God has made but i think it's important to remember when you're looking at niagara falls and you're looking at the grand canyon that um you know the grand canyon was made to worship god too niagara falls was made to worship god meaning it was made to reflect God's glory and His image. And it was made to lead people into a more deeply appreciating uh, God's craftsmanship. These things in and of themselves were not made to be worshipped independently. Okay, They were made to reflect God's glory. And so we should look out at the ocean and see how... Vast and and wide and deep and uh, you know and and mysterious it is and that should remind us that you know but the the ocean uh, you know uh, you know let it roar and all that fills it you know let the rivers clap you know because everything is subject to God and everything is submitted to God and then Psalm ninety nine says the Lord reigns let the peoples tremble he sits enthroned upon the cherubim cherubim are angels. And it says, let the earth quake. The Lord is great in Zion. He is exalted over all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is he. The king in his might loves justice. You have established equity. You have have executed justice and, and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel was also those who called upon his name. They called to the Lord and he answered them. In the pillar of the cloud he spoke to them. They kept his testimonies and the statute that he gave that he gave them. And that's powerful too to say these men called out to the Lord. They spoke with God. And the words in which God spoke to them, they kept. They 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 hid it in their hearts. They held tightly to it. They grasped it. Um, and that's something that we're commissioned to do is if God has spoken to you and he's told you to do something, whether it be through a dream or a vision or through his word or through a burning in your heart, um, when you can, you have spill, you feel the Lord speaking to you internally, you can feel his thoughts intertwining with your thoughts. You need to hold tightly to that. Not for, not forget it, but keep it and keep the testimonies, keep the stories and, and tell them. Keep the the times of his faithfulness and his provision and his power. Hold tightly to it, because we've talked about this. There's a forgetfulness of man, and and many many people, most people, um, will see God move in their in their lives. Everyone will see God move in their lives, but many people will see Him move mightily and will even have seen a miraculous answer to prayer in their lives. Yet they won't keep it. They lose it. They forget it. They move past it. You know, oh God, would you please heal Danny? I can't imagine Danny spending the rest of his life in a wheelchair. And, you know, and then Danny's up and walking around and moving about just fine. And, you know, and that's been lost though. It's not been kept. It's not been, you know, and how do we keep it? We come before the Lord with thanksgiving. And when, we, when I do that, when, when I... um. When I am saying thank you to the Lord, I am I am quite literally calling these these testimonies forth from the back of my mind and from the archives, and I'm bringing them right back again to the home screen, right back again to, to the front page, and that's so powerful. You know, I, I've never even thought about it until just now, but it's something that I think I'm going to do tomorrow morning in prayer or, or later on today if I have a chance. But I would like to just look back and, and almost pick random years, you know, 2018, for instance. And, you know, just look back and find something in that year that you say thank you. Thank you to God for, you know, find And then are even even more specific. Find a month, you know, March 2016. Go back through your pictures on your phone. Go, go back through old messages, find something, you know, and you go, wow, you know, God, in March 2016, I started a new job at this place and you'll find, you'll start to see God's uh, fingerprints and you go and you and, you know, I started a new job at that place and it was at that place that you spoke to me regarding this, where it it's at that place that I was introduced to this person, or you know, and, and these things they get buried. They they just they they just get lost. And we're so prone to focus on the present and the future and what we don't have and what we want to have and what other people have. But it's powerful and it's and it's effective to keep the testimonies of old. And the way that we do that is. By remembering, you know, and so, um, you know, I, I think that that is something that we should all actively practice is recalling forth to our memories and thanking God again and again for the mighty things that he's done, the healings, um, the provisions, you know, the, the doors that he opened up, the opportunity that he provided and look back. I would challenge you to do that yourself. Is look back over the last few years and pick random times and just deeply think about you know uh, moments where, especially because in those moments, you know, back in 2018, you may have felt like you were buried and and you were struggling. And now you look back and you go, God, thank you for getting me through that because you know you you sustained me. That fire didn't burn me up like I thought it would. Th- those waters they didn't drown me. like like the way that I felt like they were going to during that season. And and so, you know, I think there's something powerful about that. And that leads us into Psalm 100, which is a short Psalm, five verses. One of my favorite Psalms in the Bible. Um, I think that Psalm, Psalm 1, Psalm 23, and Psalm 100, um, I could probably just go on a, on a rotation, those three Psalms, just teaching them over and over again um, because they speak to me um, so powerfully and about God's nature and about our assignments here. And Psalm 100 I love because it says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. We should be. Uh, working and doing the assignments that he's uh, called us to, and we should do it with gladness in our heart. And then we come into his presence with singing. How do I get into God's presence? That sounds so spiritual, right? Have you been in his presence today? How would I even know where to start? How do I, you know, well, this tells us, and there's many other scriptures that point to other ways as well, but this one says, "Come come into his presence with singing, Okay, you ever just need to be in God's presence? You know, you can. There's a promise here. Start singing, Jesus, we love you. That's an invitation to His presence to come and, and to come and surround me, and know that the Lord, He is God. Know that the Lord, He is God. Just remind your your soul again that He is God. He is God. That reminds me of Psalm 46. Be still and know that He is God. You know, there's a power in that. And you go, well, that's really simple. Yeah, it is. But we're, we're so forgetful that I need to remember sometimes, oh, that's right. My God is God. <laughs> he is <clears throat> the sovereign ruler <clears throat> above all things. Right? He's seated on the throne. It's going to be okay. Right? Right? It is He who made us, and we are His. I belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. He's looking over me. He's watching out for me. He's protecting me. He's keeping me. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Again, we're talking about how do I go into His presence, and what it tells us here. I enter in with thanksgiving. I was talking to my wife, Lauren, the other day. We were talking about trying to have prayer in in a a tight schedule and feeling, um, kind of sorrowful for the past. We had a time of the past few days where we didn't have enough time to linger in his presence like the way we wanted to. And we were talking and I was saying, you know, I've just found that the, 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 the least amount of time I have, the faster I need to get into thanking him and praising him. That's the fast track. That's the interstate to his presence. You know, is, 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 you know, and even, and that can be practiced even in, in the middle of your day. Two o'clock, three o'clock, noon, lunchtime, whatever it is, four o'clock, on your ride home. If you really want to get into his presence quickly, you feel like you need his presence quickly. That goes, that starts by singing and praise and thanks. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for this paycheck. Thank you for this car that I'm driving. Thank you for my, for my family, thank you, Lord. For my children, thank you. You know, and that his presence surrounds us, surrounds us with thanks. It's like the key. If you could imagine yourself standing at the gates of, of his presence or the gates of heaven, the key that unlocks the door that allows me to walk in is through thanksgiving and praise. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good his steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. And so just a just a powerful psalm and, and a powerful three psalms that we've studied today and as we're exiting this time I, I would encourage us to um make it a a habit of singing to the Lord. And and don't worry about how it sounds. You know, think about your think about your children. I mean, I have four children, our fifth child is on the way. And I love the sound of my children's voice. I love the sound of their voices. It it, it you know it makes it makes my heart happy when I hear them sing, and uh, that is my my love for them as their father. And I believe the same is true for our heavenly father and the way that our voices are, whether they're broken or they're off key or off tempo or whatever it might be. I believe that it blesses God to hear the. Um, the voices of his children singing and praising and thanking him.